Hello, and welcome to the Antioch Fort Worth weekly podcast. At Antioch, our desire is to cultivate a passion for Jesus and his purposes on the earth. To connect with us in community, partner with us through giving, or visit on a Sunday morning, please visit AntiochFortWorth.com. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon from lead pastor Jamie Miller. Just so thankful for everybody being here today to celebrate, to uh, just say thank you, Lord. I'm, you know, really, uh, we're, we're so thankful. Thankful for this, uh, the, the gift, the Titleist hat, the, the, uh, the, we've been down to Lost Pines, so that's going to be fun to get to do that. It's very chill. Um, <clears throat> and I do want to just say, I've got some fun stuff I want to do here, but I, I just, whether you've been here a long time or intermediate or just short time, want even the, I just want everybody to feel, you know, a part of, of what God's doing here. Um, it really is, I mean, we, we are joined together, not only with one another, the different people that have been apart down through the years, but also the church around the world and down through the centuries. I just have been impressed with that in the last, I don't know, this year in particular from Hebrews 12, that there's a great cloud that we're together with uh, through time and drawing on those that wealth and riches, being encouraged by those who are praying that we would... Uh, you know, celebrate Jesus and follow him in our generation. And that is so much what we want to be about. Well, I do want to have some fun with this just a little bit. It's so good to see a uh, uh, special old, uh, old timer is not the right word, but just, <laughs> just people that, you know, have, were there in the early days helping us. But uh, so here we go. I'm going to do some, we're going to do some stand up, sit down stuff, okay? And just have fun with it for a little bit. Uh, I do want to do a quick shout out, first of all, to the second time state champions from uh, the, the, the Covenant Cavaliers. I know we've got three of them in the room for sure. Won the TAP state football championship, so I just had to do that shout out. I know that's a big deal. Um, okay, so you ready? So if you were married or you met your spouse at Christ Fellowship or at Antioch, would you stand up, please? Awesome. Have a seat. I'm always kind of blown away by that because I'm always like, would they have met time travel-y, trippy kind of vibe, you know? Okay, so now I'm going to get everybody to stand up, if you could, and we're going to do some uh, travel through time here. All right, stand up, everybody. And if you've been here one year or longer, remain standing. We can do a few numbers here. One year or longer. Three years or longer. Thanks, y'all. Thank you, thank you. Five years or longer. Look around. You know, if you're an old-timer, just keep, stay up. Ten years or longer. Ten years or longer. Wow. Thank you. 20 years or longer. A bunch of people still standing. Y'all give it up for them. Thank you. Wow. Amen. Amen. Okay, this is fun. If you were, have gone through our discipleship school, would you stand up? All discipleship school. Look, look at this. It's a big deal. Thank you so much. If you were a part of the original discipleship school, Please stand up. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Amen. That is so cool. Okay, so, uh, yeah, the first class. If you've ever been a life group leader at Christ Fellowship, <laughs> this could be everybody. Thank you. 
Awesome. Way to go, y'all. Amen. Have a seat. Okay. If you've ever been an elder, I'll give it up for them. We have a couple more that aren't here today. Thank you, Brent and Vicki Mitchell. Thank you, Brandon and Noel Preston. We are their pillars of the church. Um, let's see. If you've ever uh, served on staff here, just really thankful for you. Would you stand up? Served on staff. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Scott Stevens back there. Um, let's see. If you've ever been a long-term missionary and you're here this morning, would you stand up? Long-term missionaries. Way to go. Way to go. Way to go. Amen. Thankful. Okay. Last one. If you've ever volunteered at... <laughs> That's going to be a bunch of you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Amen. Oh, yeah. Okay. One, here's one really fun one. There was a picture up there a minute ago from, from uh, the first uh, Wednesday in January in a house. So just uh, 30 years ago, if you were at that first meeting of Christ Fellowship uh, in the house or, uh, sorry, let's just do it for May, uh, May 2nd, the first meeting in the Sunday facility. If you were in that first meeting, please stand up. We love you guys. We love you. Bill, Jim and Marsha, Todd and Jackie. Amen. Thanks, y'all. Okay, well, uh, yeah, we're just really thankful today. We're thankful to celebrate and just say thank you, Lord, uh, how many ditches we've been pulled out of, how much grace we've been given, how much our hearts have been renewed in the journey. And it's, it takes people together. That's one of my big takeaways from the video. It, just, it takes people and relationships because you, you get down or you go through a hard time and then somebody just different comes into your life that brings encouragement and strength and comfort and help. You know, And we, uh, we do this together. And Kim and I just... For years, we've been praying, driving out to the Grapevine Golf Course in the early days. We'd pray, Lord, just bless this time as we're driving across the lake, you know, and just bless this time we get to do this. We're so thankful that there's nobody holding up a big stop sign in front of us saying, no, 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 you know, just the police. And it was just like we felt freedom to run and to follow the Lord and to be the church together and dream that dream. So I'm so thankful. I uh, One other little fun thing before I just get a little bit more serious eventually. Um, but uh, one other fun thing is just those different uh, worship locations. And I don't know where Jordan Guiled is, but I had such a great time. Just thank you, Jordan, for doing that. And we just spent an afternoon together, drove around the city and hung out. And he was asking, telling, I'd telling stories. And he goes, well, is there anything fun in this grapevine golf course that happened? Anything that's, you know, I said, oh man, we had some crazy worship moments in here. It was back in the, uh, it was back in the flag days and the, the streamers, the streamers. And uh, it was in the tambourine days. And we're just like, we're so thick. No, not bring it back. <laughs> we are so fine. Just it not being tambourine time. But, uh, our dear sister, old, you guys will remember Linda Osborne, you know, she was worshiping her heart out in there one day, just going for it and dancing. We, there was a dance you used to do. It was kind of a, it was kind of a thing like that. And uh, she was just dancing and popped her Achilles tendon. Full-on worship injury. We had a number of them. 
but it was, it was a worship injury. And I mean, she was in the boot and the cast and had, had crutches. And she's like, I did this worship in the Lord Jesus Christ. Just, she'd tell anybody, she'd witness. Oh, what would you do? I did this worship in Jesus. Just a witnessing opportunity. One of the other, uh, we went to the boys' choir building and uh, I don't know if you could see on the walls, but, but it's, it's got a basement, it's dank, it's, it's, there's water down there, and that's black mold crawling up the walls. And for real, I turned around to Jordan and I said, see that black mold? We were just living in that stuff, you know, but it didn't have any effect on me at all. Didn't, it didn't make the final cut. But. So, uh, but you know, testimonies are awesome aren't they just hearing the word of our testimony because it it just the enemies overcome by the blood of the lamb the word of our testimony and loving not our souls unto death and so when we share the story when we bear um when we bear witness to jesus i mean that's what we're called to do you know he said on that day when the holy spirit comes you're going to receive power and you're going to be my witnesses starting right where you're at in expanding circles around the globe, you know? And that's what we want to do with our lives. Our, our, he is our salvation. He is our life. We are delivered from sin and death and the devil by the powerful victory of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, declared with power through the resurrection from the dead to be the true King and Lord of the world. And we are following Him. I do want to say that 30 years is, is a long time. You know, we didn't set out to, you know, okay, we're going to do it for the 30 year vision or whatever, but we wanted to be the church. You know, we wanted to serve God's purpose in our generation. And so 30 years, I mean, we've pressed in a lot. We, it hadn't all been just good stuff. There's been hard stuff. There's been trials. There's been sufferings. There's been what Jesus promised, the cross. Uh, that's, that's part of how things uh, get more fully revealed is that people are willing to go through sufferings to show what Jesus in his way is like. That's Colossians 1, 24 to 27. But praise God, 27, Christ in you right. is the hope of glory. And uh, I just want to even just say that challenge right now. Christ is in you. You change the atmosphere everywhere you go. We change the atmosphere everywhere we go. We were in a prayer meeting the other day, and Isaiah walked in. It was just me and him first, and a bunch of other people came in. But I said, we change the atmosphere. You and me, we change the atmosphere. Christ lives in us. And we start smiling at each other, doing like this. And Graydon walks in. He goes, what's going on in here? I said, we just change the atmosphere. You guys look around right now. We're changing the atmosphere right now in Fort Worth by being here. You know, we have prayed for one another. We have sacrificed for one another. I wonder how many times we've prayed for one another and for the church. You know, uh, at the end of that prayer meeting the other day, somebody came up and said, you know, Jamie, 30 years is 10,957 days. And, you know, I wonder, I know you've prayed for the church a lot more than that. And I, I suppose we have, because in any one given prayer meeting, we might pray 50 prayers, you know, for the church or whatever. He said, maybe it's like more than 100,000 prayers. I don't know, you know, for the church. But I don't know how many more than that I've been prayed for. You know, we're here by the grace of God. We have married people and we have buried our brothers and sisters. 
Kids have been born and totally grown up, moved out of the house, got married, having kids, you know, since, since we did this thing. And longevity, uh, and just longevity is a big deal over the long haul. It's amazing how maturity happens as we kind of keep turning toward one another over the long haul. Just doing the basic stuff. It's not even like you have to be a, you know, a superstar and be able to do hammer stuff. And guitarist hammer thing is... I should not do that. I bet it's a wordless song, so it's okay. Jesus is the Lord. Singing new words to eruption. Um, but you know, you guys, some of the best things in life happen. The, the, some of the best things take a long time. You know, getting to 36 wonderful years, going on 37, that takes a long time. You know, there's just a lot of things in life that are like that. And we didn't know it at the beginning, but we're so thankful. Somebody... Uh, it's already been read in a couple of different places. I'm, I'm surprised, not surprised, but Ephesians 3.20 is where the Lord led me today is just to read this and make a few comments. <clears throat> but uh, Paul, at the end of, this is kind of a Mount Everest for me of the New Testament. We can debate it. You know, I love Ephesians. But uh, he says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. So, I mean, we're literally in something that's beyond what we could imagine. Like, we just, we wanted to be the church. We wanted to serve God's purpose in our generation. Acts 13, 36, David served God's purpose in his generation, and then he died. You know, like, that's, that's a tombstone deal right there. Let's serve God's purpose in our generation and in the ones that are following now more than we could ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever amen you know we're we're getting to just see some of that some of the glory that goes uh, not to people but to Jesus and to his purpose that's worked out through people you know we're in an advent season and Advent is about God coming in the flesh so that we can embodying God's em being embodied in a human, in Jesus. And then the gift of life together, which is what I'm talking about right now, is us embodying Jesus over the long haul. We want to do that. We want to put flesh on Jesus so that people can see what Jesus is like. Does that make sense? And we're his body. We are his body. So uh, it's so imperfect. So that's a good place for an amen. amen. <laughs> and it's so glorious at the same time. It's just, it's, it's beautiful. Like it's a, it's a symphony of the Lord's beauty. We are a, a masterpiece of his grace and his, the, his work in our lives. So the gift of life together, three things real quick. One, Christ, the church, and the glory of God. That is us. That's our dream. That's, all, that's really all we ever wanted to do, Christ, the church, and the glory of God. And when we started, we had a dream. Simply, it was just to be the church. And I think that dream will carry us, no matter what we have in the future, the dream to simply be the church of Jesus Christ in life and power. That's a great, that's a great dream. We dreamed about Acts 2, um, but we didn't dream about being big. 
or having a building. So that's one reason it took us 16 years to even get to a seven-day-a-week space on Sundays. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, we, we dreamed about the mission of God. We dreamed about making a difference with our lives. We dreamed about worship, like we read about in the scripture, the standing, falling, kneeling, dancing, clapping, shouting, uh, prostrate, you know, and you don't have to do any of those things on any given week, but spirit and truth worship is that we're, we're going to be led to express those things from time to time. We wanted the freedom to do that. We dreamed about what it would be like to raise our children, Matthew and Emily, you know, here uh, in, in this kind of church life and see what, what it would look like uh, to do that. We dreamed about following Jesus and life together on the way. And um, God's given us this incredible grace to, to live. He lives in us. And we share in his life together, and we get to do this together for the glory of God. I'm still dreaming about stepping Christ, the church, and the glory. The glory is just stepping into the way it ought to be with justice and mercy and the gospel preaching and changed lives and discipleship and all of that stuff. You know, Lord, release your glory. Make it as it ought to be on, on the earth. Let your kingdom come. The second piece there about the gift of Advent and life together is relationships. Like, we are made for relationships and we are defined by our relationships. Like from birth, uh, we are we're image of God people. God has defined himself, revealed himself as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And when we sense the relational tuning fork go off boom, of the way it ought to be, it's because we're made in the relational image of God. He wants us relating to one another and understanding that I am who I am because of my daughter. And I'm defined as a father and as a husband and as a brother in this family. You know, we are who we are because of relationships. And just keeping it simple over the long haul really is the path to maturity. Just want to keep affirming that. The final thing on relationships there is just to say what we do here together is sacramental. That word sacrament means something that we do physically to experience the grace of God, like being baptized or sharing the Lord's Supper together or coming and being together on a Sunday morning. We don't just do this when it's like, hey, I think this is a good Sunday or I think I like the title of the series or I don't like the title of the series. We're doing this because it's sacramental. We experience the presence of God. We'll never walk into all the fullness of God that he has for us if we're not together with one another in relationships in the church. That's a high, that's a high view of the church. So relationships are just huge. And the third and final thing is that the gift of life together is about a shared calling for the future. So I'm not going to go 30-year vision on you here uh, today, but I do want to say God is stirring our hearts right now about the future. Like right now, he's stirring like more as much as ever. We're in another one of those cycle times where it's like, okay, we're going to lay it down again. We are being called to lay it down again. We were at a prayer meeting with the elders on Wednesday night, and I mean, we ate, ate some food, talked about the Lord, came in. And started saying, praying a little bit and saying, what's the Lord saying? And we were hearing, listen, listen to the Lord, surrender, surrender to the Lord again, run to the 
throne room, run to worship, run to prayer. We're hearing these words. The very next day, I was on an Antioch lead pastor's Zoom call, and it was just more of the same. Like, this is what the Lord is speaking to us. Even as we're hearing this word about unity, it's not just unity of any kind. It's a surrendered unity to the Lord Jesus Christ. We surrender to him together. And I mean, there were tears on the, on the Zoom call, as guys were just talking about the Lord's calling us to surrender. One of the big words from Rome was from Isaiah 33 to let go of the oars and let the wind up the Holy Spirit fill the sails and carry us to our destination. And so this let go of the oars thing has just been huge for us. And I was listening to just different brothers sharing and sharing what we the prayer meeting we'd been in the night before. And it was the same stuff. And everybody's like, this is what the Lord is saying to us right now. One brother, John Lowe, said, I think it's significant that we were just in Rome. You know, we're walking around St. Peter's Basilica and just going, the religion and the power and the money and there's it's there's a different road that you can take or we can follow Jesus and say Lord would you help us navigate all of this and follow you with all of our hearts and lay it down again and again and again let go of the oars and uh and I do just want to say like that's that's kind of how we got here so everybody went like is there some secret sauce or something it's it's like getting in the place of prayer worshiping the Lord, offering our lives to him again and again, spending time with God daily, trying to abide with him throughout the day, worshiping him, treasuring Jesus above all other idols and allegiances. You're like, I've never heard this before. It's not a new word, but that's how we got here. And that's, how, that's what he's calling us to do again, to re-up again in this moment right now. And I'm celebrating, I'm thankful, I'm so thankful and so grateful, and I know that there's more for us. He's not done. There's, there's more for us right now in this season, and we're, we want to be right smack in the middle of what God is saying for Fort Worth, for this region, for the nation, and the nations. And he wants to use every single one of us. He's inviting us to participate with him. And even though it may have been a certain way for you in this last season, there's so much stuff happening in our world. He's calling us again afresh to follow him, to fix our eyes on Jesus and to follow him. If you would stand up, if I could get the worship team, the ministry team to come on up. I do want us to just, I, I think there's an, there's an opportunity, even in the midst of celebration, to say, Lord, I'm in. Lord, I'm in. I, I could sort of heard Lily, which by the way, you know, I think the first, one of my early trips to Thailand was, uh, was it Lily? So Tiffany was, Lily was a little bit baby. You know, here she is up here. Lord, I'm all in. Lord, I'm all in. You know, I just, I love that. And uh, so here's the thing. Let's, let's respond to the Lord like this. Today is a mile marker day. And if the Lord is stirring your heart about the future, then come and get prayer. Or if you want the Lord to stir your heart about the future, come and get prayer. Or here's another one, and this is an important one too. If you feel weary about the thought of being stirred up, then come and get prayer. I literally, I was in Rome and Jimmy was casting vision about the future. And I was just like, Lord, literally the thought went through my head. I I don't know that I can do it. I I don't know if I have it. I I don't know if I've got it. 
and he just paused and said, come to Jesus. And everybody just ran and we fell prostrate before the Lord. And I just think, Lord, here we are. Lord, would you just stir us up again? Release hunger and fire and desire for you. Lord, even as we celebrate the past, thank you. Lord, we want to run with you into the future. The things that need to go, Lord, let them be gone. In Jesus' mighty name. And give us vision right here and now. Stir our hearts in Jesus' name. So if you're stirred up, come and get prayer. If you want to be stirred up, come and get prayer. If you're weary and need prayer in that area so that you can get stirred up and come, get prayer. Let's go for it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord. We need you.